Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Hello. Thank you for everybody for getting us up over 5,000 subscribers. That was very good. Um, we starting a live stream that we do on Tuesday nights called Shark Tank Live. Once we get to 6,000, once we get to 6,000 subscribers, we will do um, some remote broadcast to 7,000. We'll be putting in a call-in show potentially as well. So thank you for subscribing. If you have subscribed, tell a friend. If you haven't subscribed, please do. And if you listen on one of the other mediums besides YouTube, go over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel for me. That, that would help me out a lot as well. I'm here with Bill Flowers every week, just like I always am. We're talking ball. How you doing, Bill? Doing great, Stephen. How about you, buddy? Man, I'm doing pretty fired up. And this is my takeaway from the Texas A&M game. When Ole Miss does the quick stuff, when Ole Miss incorporates that into their offense, that offense cannot be stopped by anybody other than themselves and the officials. Is that me saying that or is that you saying that? That's me saying that. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I, I feel like that's been, been what I've been – trying to say the whole year is incorporate the quick game and that opens up everything and that allows you to control the the clock and allow your defense to be um you know super aggressive uh let them do exactly what they're designed to do right now uh which is to be super aggressive and um uh yeah i totally agree Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a really interesting it, it was fun to see that offense be replicated from LSU because there was the question of was LSU's defense just that bad no you just did that against the number one defense in the southeastern conference and if nothing else Bill we're going to talk about this in just a second that is the perfect scout team for what Ole Miss is going to go against this week yeah the 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 getting getting that that win um, like they did and being able to incorporate the short game. um, I'm hoping that there's even more of an emphasis because I feel like Georgia is, 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 is right now is hitting their stride. They played really well against um, Mizzou and they're going to have to play a flawless game on offense and truly controlling the 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 time of possession and um keeping keeping everything within 15 yards uh keeping that mindset essentially body blows and then periodically hitting them over the top incorporating the run game keeping them on the keeping them on the uh, on the ropes uh i was watching forget what game it was in the nfl i think it was last night um where they were talking about Steve Walsh and he said, listen, do you guys remember Steve Walsh saying, let your pass game be your run game and your five yard out, your five yard hitches, using the slot receivers in the middle of the field, using your tight end from a, from a true tight end position, uh, letting him release to do curls and in routes and out routes, uh, forcing the safeties to come down, to, to play that, and when you do that, then you have the over-the-top um, uh, opportunities, and so, and then it's then your run game is has so many more opportunities. Somebody was asking me today about, well, 
if you're if you're focusing so much on the short game, Bill, doesn't that keep your linebackers and 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 safeties kind of close to the scrimmage and and, and hinder your run game? I said, no, absolutely not. What happens is is those linebackers are gonna are going to have to release and they're going to know that they're going to have to protect that the flats the outside areas because if they don't then they're going to have prolonged drives and what that does is your linebackers are going to flee and that keeps you an open an open run zone uh so that's exactly why you want to have your short quick game because your short quick game will absolutely exponentially increase the value of your run game now georgia is a top 10 team in the country now they're they're you're going to look at them, their sack numbers, they're like 65th in the country. Their TFLs are like 89th. Yeah. But they are top 10 in scoring points against, points scored. They're all of those factors. But the main thing that I'm interested in is they are top 10 in third downs converted and top 10s in preventing you from converting third downs. So it's going to be important for Ole Miss to have manageable third downs. You can't be in third and no. long against this defense. And those are and those are just other reasons to emphasize the short game of not allowing yourself to get in into long uh drawn out, you know, long third downs. Listen, getting the ball out quickly, being able to 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 eat up yardage is exactly what Dart is going to have to do. It's what makes this team successful. Um and They've got a great defense. If if he holds the ball more than two seconds, two and a half seconds, there's going to be issues. Um, just mark my word for that. Um, our offensive line isn't isn't good enough to 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 con- to contain Dart uh, with holding the ball for three plus seconds. It's not going to happen. Um, and I think defensively, uh, as at the end of the game against A and M. And I think if you look at if you look at it, we are a team that has to put absolute pressure on the quarterback. It's the same thing, you know. Our offensive line, when 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 Dart gets the ball out quickly, it doesn't matter if you're blitzing or if you're or if you're bringing a lot of pressure because you've got the ball out quickly. But if you if if you don't, when we play with extreme aggression on defense and bring pressure and and have free backers just having, you know, free access to that quarterback, it, it wreaks havoc on them and they can't play the way they want to play. And that's the only way we will be able to beat um, uh, Georgia. And that's why you have to hold the ball offensively and win that time of possession because you know that you can't let Georgia just hold the ball and eat up clock and and score and score a lot of points. Yeah, and and you look at Carson Beck. Nobody has been able to affect Carson Beck at Georgia, the quarterback. Um, Georgia's got the best offensive line that Ole Miss is probably going to see this year. Uh, they do a really good job of protecting him. I, is this a game that may? Am I overthinking it a little bit? A, a Centarian Perkins, a, a pass rush specialist, just designed to get him off of his spot and affect that timing? Well, I think you would see it again at the end of the game uh, against A&M. You saw how when you go conservatively versus aggressive, Mm -hmm. you play to your strengths when you play aggressive. And that's exactly what Perkins is. Right now, he is – he's so young that 
his drops, drop skills and, and playing in space uh, aren't there. Where he shines is when he you pin his ear back and just let him go. Just let him do his thing. Uh, and that's, you know, that and, and bringing your safeties, bringing your, bring, you, know, uh, you know, slot, slot uh, nickelback blitzes. That's exactly what you have to do. If we play conservatively, listen, you understand that you can't sit in the middle of the ring and play with a 500-pound gorilla. You, you just can't do it. So what you've got to do is, is you've got to do gorilla warfare and come out of the woods and just say, listen, if, if we have to lose, we're going to lose by us being absolutely super aggressive. We're not going to lose by being conservative. We're, you know, our offense is what allows us to win games when they are taking what the defense gives them controlling the the clock with ball management and taking away the will of the defense because when you're hitting the short stuff and you're running and you're getting 10, 5, 15 yard chunks here and there um, and you know the defense is going to make some make some turnovers that's that's what Ole Miss is we you know that is what we are and that's the identity that we have shown and anything other than that is going to um, kind of not bode well. You know, um, when you look at Georgia's front seven, Georgia's front seven's obviously going to be focused on Quinshawn Judkins because they'd crazy be crazy not to be. The secondary for Georgia is obviously going, all the coverages are going to roll towards Trey Harris. And after the Texas A&M game, that makes all the sense in the world. So to me, this is a game that Caden Priestcorn, Dayton Wade, um, Jordan Watkins, one of those guys has to step up and be a star of the football game. And you just mentioned the guys that play in, play in the slots in the middle field. 100%. If we didn't have Harris, we probably don't win against AM. And so you've got to be able to utilize the middle of the field, the quick stuff, get the ball out quickly. That's how you do it. That's 100% how you do it. If, if you don't see – if you don't see those guys having a big game, then we don't win. Um, because the middle of the field and utilizing the 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 slot receivers of doing curls, doing win routes, doing doing little out routes, um, that's that's what's going to allow Harris to make big plays. Because, like you said, if they roll the coverage over to him, then you have to take what the defense gives you. But it also puts a lot of pressure on Dart of recognizing it. And Dart's going to have to be a, be a big boy here and really pre-snap read and understand where that if that pressure comes, where does he need to get the ball out? This is going to be his biggest test for him this year on being able to you know, manage the pressure. To beat Georgia – um, as much like what Alabama used to be when Kirby Smart was there, a quarterback had to have just a major, major day. Stephen Garcia, Bo Wallace, Chad Kelly, those guys were the quarterback absolutely performed at a high level. This is a legacy game for Jackson Dart. This is one of the things. If Ole Miss wins this game, Jackson Dart completely played out of his mind, don't you think? Yes, and it's not. it doesn't have to be sexy. That's mm -hmm. It does not – have to be sexy, sexy to Lane Kiffin and is hitting the, the, the third level, the second level, um, holding the ball, trying to, you know, four step drop, 
that that's not what's going to make Dart successful on on Saturday. What's going to make him sexy and what's going to make him uh, hit that that next level of of uh, maturity is getting the ball out, hitting within ten yards, and hitting eighty percent of that. That's what he's doing, and then hitting the the the, the deep stuff. So. Um, you know, Garcia and, and all those guys that you mentioned, listen, they had big games, but ma- managing the game and understanding where, where to take and put the ball when pressure comes and what the defense gives you is what's going to make you successful. You know, um, another part that we need to talk about and look into is just like those Alabama games, quarterback run game is probably going to be a major key for Jackson Dart in this game. Well, Jackson Dart is the run game. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do five yard, when you when you do five wide, mm-hmm. and you have to take, you have to use that to to your advantage. You have to. Uh, that's part of the, the the run game. And and when you when you have a five wide and you start throwing little slants and outs and dinks and dunks, what that's doing is that that's keeping the linebackers from being able to utilize the you know take take the middle of the field away and when the middle of the field is exposed dart exposes it Mm. so that's why it's so important for dart to really hit the short quick game in order to utilize uh those plays of with his legs all right bill give me a prediction for the game this weekend i think we're gonna have to score Oh, put you on the spot. Forty-two points, but I'm hoping we don't have to score that many. But uh, I'd say five forty-two thirty-eight Ole Miss. Yeah, if Ole Miss scores forty-two, they're winning the game. I think. Yeah, I I mean that's essentially where we've where you know where we've been with our you know LSU LSU game and and uh, our A and M. You're having to score. Listen, you you're you know our defense. It is what it is. It's like super aggressive and high risk, high reward offense. Has to hold the ball, control it, control the time of possession. And the only way only way that you do that is by putting it putting it in darts control of of, of pre snap read, getting the ball quickly, utilizing it, and and using three facets of the game: running the ball uh, with our with our running backs, our receivers catching the catching it quickly, getting, getting yak, uh, and then dart utilizing the middle of the field with his legs. Yeah. And, and, and look for the Ole Miss defense. If, if they can get home against Carson Beck, cause nobody has been able to affect Carson Beck. Well, if, you know, you know why? Because he gets the ball out quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about, he's the, they were, I think he has, he gets the ball out quicker than any of the, of the, uh, quarterbacks at the SEC because he has the least amount of sacks as well because he gets mm-hmm. the ball out quickly. He doesn't. I mean, Dart and Beck. There's no. There's no comparison, uh, yeah. talent wise. I mean, you've got Dart every day and twice on Sunday, uh, but understanding that your job is to get the ball out quickly is what's helped them establish a. You know, I would say a, a good passing game. It's not great, um, and. That's what Dart's got to do, and Dart will be the the key um, 
reason of, of of why Ole Miss's offense is successful or not successful on on Saturday, whether that's fair or not. Yeah, that's just the, that's the way it works. Everybody talks about Eli Manning falling down at the end of that LSU game in 2003. That game wasn't Eli Manning's fault. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. and and at the end of the day, the quarterback yeah. is the is is what everybody looks at and is going to mm-hmm. determine. I mean, you have the ball every time, and that's that's a lot of pressure on you. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's it's a lot to to put on a kid. And, it, you know, it, it is what it is. All right. Thank you very much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, Bill Flowers, for joining us. And hopefully next week we're talking about an upset win over the Georgia Bulldogs going into Louisiana Monroe and Mississippi State. Well, I, I'm I'm hopeful. Yep, we're all hopeful, man. This is one of those things. We're we're, we're hopeful. All right. Well, howdy, howdy. Take care, man.